0: Tonight we have uh, the final performance. We have two wonderful, three wonderful performers. The first is Coleman Barks who, as most of you have read his books on Rumi. He's one of the foremost renowned translators of Rumi in the West into English and also a poet himself and a wonderful performer and vivifier of Rumi, the great Rumi, so he will be. He's here tonight. And also David Darling, who's a Grammy Award win- winning uh, musician. He's a cellist and a multi-talented musician on so many levels. And one thing you may not know about David Darling is he's a master teacher, a master teacher and uh, in improvisation. And I've had the privilege of spending a little time with him at the Open Center where he teaches once a year. And he can bring the music out of anybody. He creates an incredible, safe and playful and fun atmosphere where, even if you don't feel you have a musical bone in your body, he will bring it out and uh, make it happen. And um, to put a little plug in, he is teaching next weekend at the Open Center, uh, Saturday and Sunday. So if you want to have an amazing and fun experience of bringing the music out of you, and to watch and have your heart opened by others awakening their music, Definitely uh, check him out. He's part of our large, uh, our year-long sound and music healing program, which has the best teachers in sound and music healing. So, uh, and after you get through with that training, you have some capacity to facilitate healing and sound. So, check that out. Okay, and the final uh, performer is Sakina, um, who will do the dance of the whirling dervish. Her name is Dion- her uh, given name is Dionisia Garcia, which is beautiful in itself and her Sufi name is Sakina. She has been a member of the Nur Ashki Jirahi Sufi order of dervishes for a decade, and is trained intensely in Sufism and in the discipline of whirling, in which she has led workshops for several years, including a monthly session at the Jirahi Dirga in New York City. She's also a rigorously trained, award-winning flamenco dancer and teacher from Spain. She's now based in New York City and performs widely through Europe and America and the world. And would you guys like the lights down now? Okay.
1: I think I can do it. We shall see. Uh, these poems were spoken spontaneously in Persian eight centuries ago, by Jalaluddin Rumi, as part of the work he was doing with a dervish learning community, the work of which was to open the heart and to explore the mystery they called union, and to celebrate the glory and the indignity of being in a human Incarnation. <laughs> so that was good work. <laughs> and uh, Rumi lived in an ecstatic world where he says just to be sentient, just to be conscious and in a form, was cause for rapture. Form itself expounded the Dharma. Uh, says, every now and then, I, I know that. Uh, so here uh, are some quatrains of Rumi um, put with the Bach. So we got Rumi and Bach together. It's almost enough. like every other day we wake up empty and frightened don't open the door to the study and begin begin reading don't go straight to the New York Times (laughs) take down a musical instrument Let the beauty we love be what we do. There are hundreds of ways to kneel and kiss the ground. Which is worth more, a crowd of thousands or your own genuine solitude? a little while alone in your room will prove more valuable than anything else that could ever be given you. I am the soul in a hundred thousand bodies. What is the soul? What is a body I am both, and there is someone else I am as well. In order to please that one, I put on various personalities, I say my lines. That sounds so true, doesn't it, (laughs) to me anyway. What is a body? What is a soul? I am both. And there is someone else I am as well. I put on various personalities. I say my lines. There is a light seed grain inside. You fill it with yourself or it dies. I'm caught in this curling energy. Your hair. Whoever is calm and sensible is insane. (laughs) I'm caught in this curling energy your hair. Whoever is calm and sensible is insane. So much for Norman Vincent Peale. (laughs) Uh I, I am so small, I am so small, I can barely be seen. How can this great love be inside That's the big question, how can this great love be inside me? Look at your eyes, this is the answer. Look at your eyes, they're small, but they see enormous things. They see the whole night sky. Keep walking though there's no place to get to. Don't try to see through the distances. That's not for human beings. Move within, but don't move the way fear makes you move. Rumi felt that there was a core of longing in every human being. Um, nobody knows what that core is longing for. Probably not real estate. <laughs> or your own radio program. Uh, Here's a poem about that longing in which he says the longing is for the longing itself. One night a man was crying Allah Allah
2: Allah Allah
1: His lips grew sweet with the praising, until a cynic said so. I have heard you calling out, but have you ever gotten any response? The man had no answer for that. He quit praying and fell into a confused sleep, where he dreamed he saw Hitter, the guide of souls, in a thick green foliage, why did you stop praising, why did you stop praising, because I never heard anything back. This longing you express is the return message, the grief you cry out from draws you toward union, your pure sadness that wants help is the secret cup, your pure sadness that wants help is is the secret cup. Christian chalice, listen to the moan of a dog, listen to the moan of a dog for its master, that whining is the connection. There are love dogs no one knows the names of. give your life to be one of them. There's a love dog right there. One night a man was crying. Allah. One night a woman was crying. Allah. one of rumi's metaphors for the psyche is that it's a guest house that you you are the and that you are not the emotions that come through that space you are not the compulsions the you are instead the empty space itself and the host so it's try to be a good host for all the guests that come through, Uh, jealousy might come through, and you say, so good to see you. I thought you were dead. (laughs) I I haven't seen you in 10 years. Uh, Or um, stage fright might come and say, well, it's good to have you back. It was kind of dull there. Ecstatic love comes up the walk. My pleasure. <laughs> uh, a sentimental sense of oneness with everything. <sighs> I knew your mother. Hmm? <laughs> uh, a cynical doubt of anything spiritual comes. Bro, how about that game last night? Unbelievable. We're now missing the LSU-Alabama game. (laughs) We've got to get our values straight. (laughs) Um, Road rage comes up. You say, have you ever thought of becoming a professional driver? Yeah. So those, that's my riff on Rumi's poem. Here's the poem itself. <laughs> this being human is a guest house. Every morning, a new arrival, a joy, a depression, a meanness. Some momentary awareness comes as an unexpected visitor Welcome and entertain them all, even if they are a crowd of sorrows who violently sweep your house empty. Of its furniture still, treat each guest honorably. He may be clearing you out for some new delight, the dark thought, the shame, the malice, Meet them at the door laughing, and invite them in. Be grateful for whoever comes because each has been sent as a guide from beyond. It's, that poem is loved by junior high school students <laughs> because they feel that very clearly. All these things that are flooding through me are not me. They're just you know, they know that. You know. This next poem I was reading one time <laughs> in Kabul, Afghanistan, in the Ministry of Culture. The uh, in March of 2005, the um, State Department uh, decided that. I needed to go to Afghanistan <laughs> and uh, celebrate the fact that the same poet is loved in the two countries, the United States and Afghanistan. So there I was in the Ministry of Culture. We don't have a Ministry of Culture, do we? Wonder why not. <laughs> <laughs> Lawrence Ferlinghetti says that when the lights go out, America doesn't, when the power goes off, that America doesn't have any culture. <laughs> so, uh, so I was there, I, I was reading it, and I realized that everybody in the room was saying the poem along with me. They all knew this poem. And they got through, and there was a big argument. The, the minister, this little wiry man, jumped up and they were just fiery. Was, I said, should I leave now? Is this not right? But uh, he said, no, this is very interesting. They're arguing about the metaphor of drunkenness in this uh, poem of Rumi's and the use of wine in Hafez. And uh I say the minister jumped up and said something. And I said, what did he say? It some seemed to dissolve the argument. He said, inside this one roomy poem, there are 16 little drunken hafezes running around. <laughs> it was such a goofy image <laughs> and uh, that it somehow made the solve the argument. Evidently, he meant that Rumi's uh, Rumi's uh, uh, love embraced all of Hafez's tweaking of the imams about uh, wine. So here's the poem. We're going to do it with some blues. It's called translating it all the way over. <laughs> To New
2: Orleans.
1: (laughs) All day I think about it. Then at night I say it. Where did I come from? And what am I supposed to be doing? I have no idea. My soul is from elsewhere. I'm sure of that and I intend to end up there. This drunkenness began in some other tavern. When I get back around to that place, I'll be completely sober. Meanwhile, (laughs) meanwhile, I'm like a bird from another continent sitting in this aviary. The day is coming when I fly off but who is it now in my ear who hears my voice? Who says words with my mouth? Who looks out with my eyes? What is the soul? I cannot stop asking. If I could taste one sip of an answer, I could break out of this prison for drunks. I didn't come here of my own accord. I
2: did come here of my
1: own accord. No. And I can't leave that way.
2: And I can't leave no, that way, baby.
1: <laughs> Whoever brought me here,
2: Who brought me here
1: will have to take me home.
2: Please
1: take me home now. I didn't come here.
2: I don't know
1: what I'm doing. Oh, my own accord. That's what the drunk always says. Did, where am I? What? How did I get here? I don't care. Whoever brought me here. Will me I you? take me home take again? Me home Kathleen. Uh-huh. Please take me home. Take me home. Get a call uh uh-huh. Uh, whoever brought me here
2: yeah,
1: will have to take me home. Sing it, take me you home. say? It. Yeah. Whoever me brought me, home. me
2: here take me
1: home. will have to take me home. Take me home. Take me home. Yeah, everybody's singing it. Oh, uh-huh. we're gonna get it right now. <laughs> uh-huh.
2: Take me home. Oh.
1: Take me home. poetry. I never know what I'm going to say. I don't plan it. When I'm outside the saying of it, I get very quiet and rarely speak at all. Shams Tabriz, if you would show your face to me again, I could flee the imposition of this life. I didn't know that last little thing was on there. Uh, but my translated in, uh, in uh, Kabul said, it goes on a little bit. He said, this little heartbreaking aside to Shams, you know, it's, if you would show your face to me again. I could flee the imposition of this life. Um, the beloved is a mystery that we can't talk about, sometimes called the friend. It's that shared inwardness that Heraclitus calls fire. The Dalai Lama calls it radical simplicity. The Zen master Rinzai calls it silence or desolation the homemade American mystic, Joe Miller, calls it headquarters. <laughs> you got to get back to headquarters, Coleman. Got to get back to headquarters, that, to, to that friend, the beloved. Sometimes Rumi addresses it directly, and he uses, I'm told, a pronoun in Persian That means I, you, he, she, it, we, you, they, and God. But we don't have that in English, (laughs) so we have to make do with the heartbreaking, poignant, second person, singular and plural, you. It's pretty good. But we're trying to address that pronominal substance within everybody that we share, that sometimes we feel it in the weather, in the light of early November. And uh, Rumi addresses it directly inside that. He says, when it's cold and raining, you are more beautiful and the snow brings me even closer to your lips the inner secret that which was never born you are that freshness and I am with you now I can't explain the goings or the comings you enter suddenly And I am nowhere again inside the majesty. Sing a little. Should have asked him that sooner.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Let's do um, what was said to the rose. Okay. Okay. What was said to the rose? that made it open was said to me here in my chest what was told the cypress that made it strong and straight what was whispered the jasmine so it is what it is whatever made sugarcane sweet whatever was said to the inhabitants of the town of Chigil in Turkestan, that makes them so handsome. Whatever lets the pomegranate flower blush like a human face that is being said to me now, I blush. Whatever put eloquence in language. That's happening here. (laughs) I love it. When a poet in the middle of a poem can have such confidence to say, do you want to hear eloquence? I'm doing it now. (laughs) The great warehouse doors open and I fill with gratitude chewing a piece of sugar cane in love with the one to whom every that belongs, what was said to the rose that made it open was said to me here in my chest
2: I. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: song we just keep on you doing this.
2: <laughs>
1: move beyond any attachment to names every war every conflict between human beings has happened because of some disagreement about names move beyond that it is such an unnecessary foolishness because just beyond the arguing there is a long table of companionship set and waiting for us to sit down long table of companionship what is praised is one so the praise is one, two, many jugs being poured into a huge basin. All religions, all this singing, one song. All religions, all this singing, one song. The differences are just illusion and vanity. Sunlight looks a little different on this wall than it does on that wall, and a lot different on this other one, but it is still one light. We have borrowed these clothes, these time and space personalities, from a light, and when we praise, we are pouring them back in. I read the passage in Plotinus in, uh, in Ennead Book Four that that metaphor comes from that sunlight metaphor, and I realized that Rumi had looked at the same page you know, and put that stolen that metaphor from Plotinus about the sunlight being different on the. oh um, uh, uh, and community <laughs> i mean in Rumi's community uh they often mention nasa because of, um he has a poem, and he says, let laughter lead you into the heart. You know, that's one, one way in. And so it might be good to have some Nasruddin jokes. Uh, Nasruddin has his feet up on the altar, and the priest comes in and says, Nasruddin, take your feet down. This is a sacred place. And he says, where shall I put them? Yeah. Uh, Nazruddin. Yeah. 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 That's the first time he got yeah, the yeah, joke. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Um Nasruddin knows the importance of getting enough exercise. He says, my mother began walking five miles a day when she was 60, and now she's 90. And we have no idea where she is. (laughs) Uh, Nasruddin is on Hollywood Squares. Uh, The question comes to him about the 1950s was a time of the David Crockett hat and the Hulu hoop and the, what, the yo-yo, and he says, um, who was president then? And he says, thanks a while, and he says, I'll have to say the yo-yo. <laughs> 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 it's a much better joke when Bush was president. <laughs> uh, um... Nasruddin buys a prized rooster and brings it home. And it begins servicing the hens in the barnyard and, and moves on to the ducks and the geese and the dog and the sheep. And he, he comes out and lecture. It's a, I did not buy, pay such an exorbitant price for you to have you make a chaos of my farm. And a rooster pays no attention. The next day, he's. He says, besides, if you don't stop this relentless sexual activity, you're going to kill yourself. Next day, he looks out the window. The rooster is dead. He's lying flat on the, the buzzard circling down. He goes out to lecture the corpse one final time. He says, I told you, you. The rooster opens one eye and says, Shh. When you're romancing a buzzard, you have to play it their way. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> this, uh, this last poem um, um, was spoken by Rumi at the, uh, at the end of a nee- night of uh, saying that remembering of God they call Zikr and uh, telling stories and poems. And um, he says this state of awareness we are in now cannot be said. It can only be felt, and it can only be lived. But it is most like they've they've stayed up all night, and the sun is coming up, and it's most like that sun coming up. Uh, So imagine you're in eight centuries to go and the sun's coming up. This we have now is not imagination. This is not grief or joy. Not a judging state or an elation or a sadness, those come and go. This is the presence that doesn't. It's dawn, Hussam, here in the splendor of coral, inside the friend, in the simple truth of what Halash said. What else could human beings want? When grapes turn to wine, they're wanting this. When the night sky pours by, it's really a crowd of beggars, and they all want some of this. This, we are now, created the body, like bees building a honeycomb. The human body and the universe grew from this, not this from the universe and the human body. This we have now is not imagination. This is not grief or joy, not an ecstatic state or judging state, not an elation or sadness. Those come and go. This is the presence that doesn't, that is continuous. It's dawn, Hussam. What else could human beings want?
2: Sakina. so, uh-huh. Inside
1: water, a water wheel turns, a star circulates with the moon. We live in this night ocean wondering what are these lights? A secret turning in us makes the universe turn,
2: head unaware
1: of feet, and feet head, neither cares. They keep turning. When you're broken open dance when you've torn the bandage off dance in the middle of the fighting dance in your blood dance when you're perfectly free
2: dance when
1: Broken open. Something opens our wings. Something makes boredom and hurt disappear. Someone fills the cup in front of us. We taste only sacredness. When you feel your lips becoming infinite and sweet, like the moon in the the sky, When you feel that spaciousness inside, Shams de Breeze will be there too. and Tsukina Tsukina. <laughs> It wasn't that, that, that silence at the end was so gorgeous. It was n- not a good thing to break it, but I, I should have just stayed there. with any about three, five, ten minutes, but I didn't have that discipline. <laughs> thank you for a l- gorgeous listening and uh, just a beautiful bunch. Thank you.